Welcome to the Love and Light Podcast. Powered by 1039 WDKX. With your hosts, Lovely Warren and Willie Lightfoot. This is the Love and Light Podcast. Hello, hello. This is the Love and Light Podcast, powered by 103.9 WDKX. We're so excited to be here. I'm Lovely Warren and... I'm Willie Lightfoot. And we are here to talk about... So many different things, but brother, I'm just trying to tell you, I almost are didn't you make it here today. Are listen, you, re- what, you gotta was, tell us about what listen, happened. Listen, my daughter left the bathroom window <laughs> open, and there was a bat that flew in the what? house last night. Batman? Listen, I was on the floor You're crawling not around. Of bats. <laughs> listen, You're not a little old bitty old listen, bat. Listen, on the floor crawling around. I'm like Taylor, run, Taylor, run. <laughs> we almost <laughs> didn't make it here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So I got a bad story too. I was I was taking the garbage out. Long story short, I after taking the garbage out, putting the bin down, I looked down at my shirt and there's a bat hanging on my shirt. Listen, I'd have been done. I'd I have been done. Video of it. I'm gonna show y'all later, but Listen, it's crazy. I um, would have about, been um, done. You never realized a big fella could move as fast. But yes, um, I'm telling yes. you, it was like so real. To have this bat just looking at me, staring me in the face, like, what's going on, man? How you yeah, doing? Yeah. It, but bats, I don't do bats. Bats ain't nothing but a flying rat. Listen, and they carry disease and stuff like that. I was like, no, <laughs> we out. You keep, listen. So what happened? What, what happened? To, did you kill it? No, we didn't. No, we, got tra- we trapped it in between the, the window um, seal and the screen and then opened up there. the screen oh, and, and, then it it, and, and let it out. Now, yeah. here's the thing with bats. They will find their way back to wherever they tried to go so hopefully you know you want to keep that make that oh really they will no so no i i I sealed up everything and i'm like how did this bat get in here i'm looking around or barricaded right which one (laughs) i I believe barricaded is probably more i went into the bathroom and then you know some of those new windows like when you close them and if you close them hard the top part dropped down down, so i had to push it up and and there's no screen at that top part no there's no screen up there i was like like, oh my god it's like no no more open windows right no we're gonna do ac from now on it's it's not happening uh listen here that was a scary well, moment I'm glad you're all right I'm yes glad you're not a vampire you didn't get bit no uh, no so no you're still on this side listen and then and then taylor runs out the room and shuts the other door i'm like open that door did she leave you in did she, did you, y'all go get lisa no she did she leave <laughs> listen did she it leave was, you? it was it was terrible oh, it was bats terrible are the worst when i was mm-hmm. in the firehouse um in in this area in rochester in the 19th war area it's notorious for bats. Actually, I hear about people yes, having bats people in their house all the time. Feeders, they literally feed bats. There are people who feed bats and believe in that, and they do that. Uh, and so, yeah, that, my aunt was yeah. just telling me about an article in the DNC. My aunt Mary was saying mm-hmm. that there was an article just talking about how the 19th Ward is really notorious they do. for bats. They have a lot of bats in this in this community. They do here in Rochester. I might have to uh, listen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. podcast number 11 show number 11 we are number 11 sis show yes, number 11 love and light podcast brought to you by 103.9 wdkx and we are finally going to hit on a topic that's near and dear to both of yes, our hearts and is. we're talking about voter apathy yes because there's a lot going on yes. in, across the country when mm-hmm. it's talk about voter apathy. But before we do that, before we want to shed a little bit that, of love. We'd like to shine some love and light. And who are we home. honoring today? So I was watching um, social media, and then I end up going and checking it out on the news. And Magic Johnson was on the Today Show. And what really touched me about this was 
he broke down and I tell you it was like he was really broke down he had a lot of emotions and comes to find out he is officially joined the NFL's commanders as co-owner Johnson has entered into the role as one of the black owners wow. of the NFL team it's only a couple of them it's right only a few Ariel uh investment CEO mm-hmm. Melanie Hobson who's also a part investor in Starbucks she's an African-American female and former Secretary of State. Now, this may surprise a lot of people. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Really? Off- she has an NFL team? She's part owner of the Denver Broncos. Get out. Yes. The Denver area, Broncos? Her and Melanie Hobson. That's correct. She's wow. Of, okay. And who would have ever thought, right? Right. Condoleezza Rice. And so... So he's um, like number three. Yep. African-Americans who have gotten into, broken that ceiling and getting to as owners of NFL teams. Wow. He broke down and what I really appreciated about him is he gave God all the glory. He was talking about how God has just blessed him to have favor as a Mm -hmm. businessman to open up all of these business deals that he's, you know, had one door closed. Remember, because I remember I was, I think, in high school or college when everything went down Um, with him and so I am like you know that door closed and look at what God has done people don't realize how much of an amazing business person uh, yeah. Magic Johnson is he, he owns movie he theaters a lot, a lot of stuff. restaurants a yeah billionaire mm-hmm. yeah so big up to Magic Johnson yeah um, we are excited for him and his mm-hmm. opportunity and he does a lot of reinvestment into the into community as well so yep right. so he really absolutely. absolutely so he you know brings businesses back into neighborhoods and communities that at have one point, been he was looking at Rochester I heard oh really yeah he was mm-hmm. looking at doing one of the um, movie theaters along where um, the river. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, this was some years ago, but he was looking at it. I don't know what ever well, happened with that deal. Maybe, hopefully, he can come back. If you're listening, Magic, come back to Rochester <laughs> and invest Talk in Rochester. To the mayor we need and see, you. Yes, and see what y'all can do about that. <laughs> that would be phenomenal, yes. especially with all the Rock the Riverway opportunities right. that are right. that are coming Absolutely. into the city of Rochester Absolutely. here in Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, last episode, we talked about missed opportunities. Oh, a lot of feedback on that. Yes, A lot yes. of people were talking. As a matter of fact, there's other shows you will be hearing about us soon. We're going to be talking on some other shows about the, that topic as well. A lot of people we've had, as, as I'm sure others may be experiencing other communities. Uh, our young people seem to really be in trouble right now. Yeah. Uh, and really looking for guidance and direction and missed opportunities. As a matter of fact, I've seen some news reports after what we we said, and I'm not taking credit for nothing, but it seems like people are starting to put some of these things in, or talking about well, I'm putting hopeful. some of these things in place. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely an opportunity to really get our young people back on, on the right track. Mm-hmm. You know, it's summertime. You know, yesterday, you know, in the city of Rochester, we had a, a violent evening, Six or shootings. you know, while I'm while I'm running away from bats, people's <laughs> people running, running away, away from, from bullets. Bullets. Right, um, so we we really need to. Um, you know, continue to focus on that. And I know that you guys are focused on that with Rock Against Gun Violence I, and all I that. Actually, I'm hoping that our next topic, I want to talk about that at a next topic about gun violence and a shot from a gun can't be undone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about gun violence in America at our next um, our next show. But and it's yes, so hard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, 
to even do anything about the import or even regulating guns and all that across the country. We see, you know, all these mass shootings and other things like that happening. So I'm going to be excited to, you know, really talk about that and get some information. Let's look at what we can do. Um, I got a lot of events that are going to be coming publicly. We're going to have public conversations, solution driven conversations that we're getting ready to have uh, with our community to come together and see how can we fill the gaps in uh, eradicating, educating, and advocating around gun violence within our community. Uh, You're going to be hearing a lot more about that coming soon and on the show. Uh, But yes, so hopefully we can get into that next time. This is Love and Light Podcast. I'm Willie Lightfoot. I'm Lovely Warren, and we are powered by 103.9 WDKX. And today we, of course, are talking about voter apathy and, you know, the system is the system broken? Well, do you well, think? First of all, before we even get to if the system's broken, you know, you like the you lawyer and you always bring out these big words. You know what I'm saying? So oh I, my I, goodness! Apathy, all right. What, what, apathy. What is what, what is voter apathy? And I just want to define that. And it's basically a situation in which a lot of people who have the right to vote do not vote. Correct. Correct. Now people are staying home. They stay home. They stay home. They don't. Right. They don't feel like their vote counts or. Uh, maybe it's not even that their vote doesn't count. It just, mm. you know, that even if they vote, the people that they elect, it doesn't make a difference for them. And that's across the country. We live in a democracy. Yes. So, you know, we elect our our representatives to represent us, not just as the president, but in Congress, House of Representatives in the state. You know, we have state governors, we have state legislatures, mm-hmm. we have, uh, you know, our mayors, our county executives and all of that. And so every year there's an election rather there's a national election mm-hmm. or a statewide election or even a local election um, but we're, we're seeing that people are staying home and the most people that stay home are, are young people that are between the ages of 18 and, and 24 so you ask the question which is a very very sobering question is the system broken and then you and then you also said okay this is something that's happening across the country and we know vote the data tells us that voter turnout across mm-hmm. all ages has been declining. The United States now has, on average, the lowest voter turnout in the world. Are among, you serious? In the world. So, and we're supposed to I be mean, like, like, so we are the leaders of democracy. Exactly. Right? Supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I, as far as governments are concerned, uh-huh. and we have the lowest voter turnout in any democracy across the, in the world. world. That's what the data is showing, and it's steadily declining. And we have to ask that question. Um, you know, and this goes back to the 26th Amendment to the Constitution in 1971, of course, where we know that we all have a right to vote. And we know for especially mm-hmm. for people of color, we haven't had the right to vote for that long. It really hasn't right. been that long. And for women. Right. And the, mm-hmm. and, and the thing about it with, with women is we're finding out that women now are the largest voting block in America now. Wow. Going yeah. from not having, you know, the right to vote. Right. To now being a large you know, Rochester being Susan B. Anthony. And I know you were a part of some yeah. things that we did here locally with the voters. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, you know, when we talk about voting and, you know, here in Rochester was where mm-hmm. Susan B. Anthony cast her illegal vote. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we, we definitely celebrate her and other women that were working alongside her during the women's rights movement yes. to get women the right to vote. And, you know, after having that right now, women are the largest voting block. But it, it, it seems that even with that, many people are staying home because they yes. don't feel like, 
you know, they're being represented. I don't know if it's that. I I, I don't I don't know if it's so. So let me let me let me. I, I agree. I don't know what it is either. I think we I think we have a responsibility uh, to try to figure it out, just like we do with other issues within our community. I'll tell you this. You know, when I when I started working with my father, who was an elected official here locally. Uh, when I was a kid and I remember this goes back to the days when we used to get the voter uh, papers used to come in for our elected officials from the Board of Elections. And we you literally, you know, they, it's not like now where we are using technology the way we are, but we used to get the booklets from the Board of Elections. And we okay. had to mm-hmm. we had to cross out, you know, because we were Democrats. We had to cross out blanks, Republicans, right, uh, conservatives, right. et cetera. And we would go a to a lot different house. everything electronic. So it's it was, really easy. It's, right. It's, so it's, it's easier. And one thing, when I would go as a kid, now I was like 15, 16 years old, just putting stuff on people's doors. You know, of course, I wasn't old enough to vote. I wasn't old enough to do some of the things that you need to be 18 to do. But I was old enough to put, you know, pamphlets on people's doors. And when I would go, when I came back as a teenager, when I came back and I was, you know, talking with my father and he was like, well, how did it go? And I was like, I noticed something. He's like, well, what did you notice? Because the birth dates are on those documents Uh as well from the Mm -hmm. Board of Elections. I said, I look like a lot of people 18 and over are not on this list. Right. And this is t- over 30 years ago. Right. And we still have that same issue. Exactly. So is the system broken? What 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 is wrong? I mean, are people learning civics in, you know, civics even, and participation and, in government and participation, used to be something used pig, to, right. you know, it was it, used it was to be called pig, right? Right. And you had to learn about voting, get registered well, to vote right in school. You had to learn about government first. And see that that's the, to me like I, you know, I, I just was talking in my church, I preached a message called going back to the basics talking about school like mm-hmm. reading english comprehending math basic stuff that you know kids aren't, aren't even able to, to they're coming out of school and can't read at a certain level basic stuff like just learning your government like what what is the federal government how is it broken down right your county government your state government people right. don't even understand Three branches government. of government yes. and, and all and of that right and how they operate and what everybody's you role used to is learn that in and school. yes they, I mean, do they still learn in this school? I, I wonder, so. right? So, I mean, yeah, they I should if they're not, right? Because they need to understand what is literally happening because there's a lot happening across everything the country. Everything is politics and politics is everything. So regardless if you don't like traditional politics of state, federal government, et cetera, et cetera, politicians, understand that everything in your life has political uh, uh, undertones to it. My father used to say, "Politics is everything, and, and everything, everything is, is politics." politics. Yeah, that, that, that transcends it's in the church, right? Right. It's, Every, it's in the church. It's no, on your job. Right? It's in your family. So when you and what we mean by that is that no matter what type of life you're living, right? Because rather you're talking about stoplights mm-hmm. and, and and stop signs where That's they're right. located. That's right. It's based on what government speed dictates bumps. speed bumps, mm-hmm. um, airplanes, mm-hmm. how long the runway long, is on, yep. on, on airplanes. Yep. You know all these types. Of things that you, you don't even on, tack, things that you don't even think about every day are you know and, and you just go about your, your daily lives mm-hmm. you know even the radio station mm-hmm. right you yep. know uh, Mr. Langston and can, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Langston had to get you know FCC approval yep. and things like that to even get on the airwaves That's and right. so it's it's a process everything Systems. is about government and systems mm-hmm. and political. And this is why voting is so important. Actually, this morning I just learned, um, my friend told me this morning that 
you know, in Texas right now, mm-hmm. in Houston, Texas, which is um, a predominantly um, people of color community, they're closing 20 libraries. The governor is closing 20 libraries to open up 20 detention centers. So so when you think it, that's just bizarre to me. And when, when I'm thinking about that and then I think about what we're talking about. That not only are, which is impacting young people, of course, mm-hmm. not only are young people, not only they're not voting and we got issues like that's happening, but they're not even getting involved in political politics either. Right. And they're not volunteering for campaigns and very few are even running for elected office, which is why you're getting people like this. First of all, the government, in my opinion, looks too old. Well, the, they're, the they're, they're aging out, right? Old. But then, then we president. have to, and we have to encourage our young people to get involved. And you know, I must say, and I must commend the city of Rochester. Recently, yeah. Isaiah Santiago, yes. Um, yes. young, you know, school it's district. like. 19 years old. I think he's the 18, youngest, youngest ever commissioner. Right. Ever. Yeah. So, which is I dope. mean, so you have, you have one that one. that's that age. Hopefully um, and that so we need to get more mm-hmm. of our young people involved to say like, look, this is this country, this city, this state, this, you know, government is mm-hmm. what you're going to inherit and you need to get involved. Right. Yep. It, and I believe important. the peers, I believe the answers come from their peers. Like mm-hmm. I can't, we, there's only so much, that young people are going to hear from us, right? But when you bring in, like I was, like I taught my daughter's in her 20s, so I, I'm trying to convince her. I'm like, well, why don't you get involved with politics? And I'm just going to tell you because the question becomes, why aren't young people 18 to 24 engaging in politics? And she, my daughter fits into that that group. And so when what I she ask say? her, she, you know, I think what it is, especially for those of you who, who young people who have witnessed their parents, mm-hmm. for instance, what they go through, Mm-hmm. And I think that they she sees what I go through and she goes, I don't want that. Right. 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 It, it, you know what I mean? And so They're I think on they display. They see the family, the stress of yes. it. Mm-hmm. Every, you, you know, everybody wants you to have fati- f- uh, um, um, uh, fatigue of making decisions. And, right. And all of this wears in on the family. The, yes. The, 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 the away from the family as much as we are, we tend to be. Everybody wants us to have solutions. I think young people. Especially those who are really um, attuned are, to yeah, it, who really been attuned in, to it, been involved. That. Now she'll go vote, you know. Yeah, she'll vote, but but for daddy. As far- <laughs> I don't know about nobody else. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to. We, we're we're gonna have to really change that. We gotta change um, it because it's across the board. It's not even it just young people. Right. It is more seasoned folks, yes. and you used to be able to really count on your senior citizens. Actually, your 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 more seasoned folks going out to to vote and making sure mm-hmm. that they're attuned to what's happening. But there are so many things that are happening across the country um, with people that are being elected that are trying to either suppress the vote, trying to roll back time, you know, to, you know, like you said earlier, it wasn't um, not long ago that, you know, people of color, blacks got the right to even vote with the 26th Amendment. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when you have that situation and now you're talking about 40, 50 years later, that still they're trying to roll back in 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 I believe in one particular community in Florida they actually redistrict and drew the lines so that blacks could not even elect a black representative what 
What are you? Hold on one, one second. This is the Love and Light podcast. <laughs> it's about to get real. We about to go into some real stuff. The Love and Light podcast by myself, Willie Lightfoot, Lovely Warren, uh, powered, powered by, by 103.9 WDKX. This is episode eleven. It's getting hot. We're talking about voter apathy, and you just said some. Oh my God, are they trying to turn back the hands of time? Listen, not trying. They are. Are affirmative in other, action in other communities? They are turning back the hands of time. Okay, so what we're hearing about is they're trying to turn back. They are turn, turning back the the hands of time, but affirmative action. There are a number of changes that's happening all across the country. New ID requirements like poll taxing. Poll tax. Well, well, we used to have poll tax. Okay, poll tax. Okay, but testing. Remember, okay. it was poll tax yep. and testing. Well, these so are that, that was the these, thing. Are th- these are things that they were doing before that they're right. trying to. Similar things are trying to make it like almost exactly. like that again, right? Exactly. Uh, having to pay to vote, that which is ridiculous. Changing the lines. We're here and what they're trying to do here, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes mm-hmm. uh, for people of color to be elected representatives that looks like them. And mm-hmm. you just and you just brought up a point in, that's happening. If this guy in Florida, I mean, come on, what is really going on? Listen, he's doing a lot. This is he, and you know he's running for much. president, right? Oh my God! So if you're not paying attention, you, you better be pay attention, right? Because next year is a presidential election. Yes, it is. And you have, you know, this judge, the governor of Florida, who has basically wilding. changed laws to say a that you cannot talk about slavery. You cannot discuss affirmative action. Anything that has to do with affirmative action. Can you take money and from colleges that, that took money that, from colleges. From their, yes, uh, have the diversity and inclusion. Pers- yes, diversity and inclusion. No more. Did he make? They a statement? are changing the curriculum. Did he make a statement saying that 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 slavery would benefited people of color? Yeah. Can you Didn't believe he make that? It? That's crazy. Can you believe benefited that? Benefited people of color. Right, they they learn valuable skills, and he keeps getting elected in, in Florida, elected right? In, in Florida, right? So and obviously, then, he, but, other but check this out. The same way, bro. Do you even know that they changed the law to say that he could run for president and wow. still remain governor of Florida? Wow. So they they actually are changing all of these different laws mm-hmm. and. If you look at the voter turnout mm-hmm. and what's happening in, in the state of Florida and if people are really paying attention to what's happening to change the curriculum to basically I think there was like a book on Rosa Parks. Right. Mm-hmm. To basically change the whole story around Rosa Parks, who sat on the bus um, and refused to give up her seat mm-hmm. to the, the white white person that wanted her to give up her seat, was arrested around that. Civil rights movement started wow. around this. And they changed the actual history. curriculum to rewrite history so that other folks don't feel bad. What is that? Do we want to, you know, the, I mean... It's our story. It's the, it's what happened. It's the truth, right? Yep. It's so the truth. how are we changing slavery and what happened with slavery and the impact that slavery has on on Americans and the African American community today, even today? So to prove that how much your vote does matter, the reverse is what's ha- what I believe was happening. Those of us who, who and yourself included, who have been in politics and follow this stuff, we see that. Actually, the individuals, incumbents, and those who have been entrenched in politics for years, they benefit from new voters not voting. They benefit because they have identified the people that are voting for them mm-hmm. They in their special interests. 
and they constantly make Talk sure that they cater to those individuals so they stay in office. And then when they stay in office, they stay in office with these mindsets. And then they begin to start moving their agenda right. to, to wh whatever that agenda may be that's, that typically is contrary to the general public of what the masses may need to better their quality of life. And for us as people of color, we tend to always fall on the low end of that stick mm -hmm. when when these people move their agenda forward. Absolutely. And they make it difficult for people of color to even get involved. But the fact of the matter is, is that in New York, even if we talk about New York State and the fact that we have li very liberal mm -hmm. voting you know, rights and yep. ways for people to get involved in now we've voter extended vote. It was the um, now we have um, early voting, right? Which was done to, to try to increase our participation. The number of voting, and we haven't seen no, that. No, you haven't. Actually, seen, it's decreasing. You can even register to vote online now. That's right? crazy. So you don't even have to go and fill out a form at the library or board of elections or mail it in and put a stamp on it or anything like that. Right. They can you can even register to vote online and people are still not necessarily getting engaged. And so there's a reason why we we have this sense of voter apathy where people are staying home. But I want to encourage people that yes. you have to pay attention to what's happening yes. because things are being reverted, reverted back and we don't want it to be too late. Don't say, oh, well, I didn't know or it's too late now for me to, you know, it, it's things are so far gone that, you know, we it takes another decade or another century for us really to start to impact and make the changes that need to be made. They're closing closing libraries to put detention mm. centers in. They're they're actually asking people for, you know, ID to be able to and, and official ID. So right. meaning that your your school ID is not good enough. Right. Your college ID is not good enough. You have mm. to have official state ID mm. in order to register to vote in some places. Which we know a lot of people don't have official ID. Exactly. Uh, especially people of color. Especially people of color. And this is the Love and Light podcast, episode number 11, where we're talking about um, voter apathy. Uh, we talk about things that we love and, and we shine light on things that people don't like to talk about or don't talk about enough. And, and today, we, you know, we, we talk about when we look at all this and then we see the declining of voting and then we see the issues that we're dealing with and the things that they're doing to turn back the hands of time to run their agendas that typically do not come in, in better in quality of life for people of color, then it makes us really get to the point that our vote really does count. Does every vote really does count? And we started our whole episodes, our whole podcast, this whole journey talking about in our first episode about carrying my stuff. And we were talking about how you lost your first election by seven votes. Yes. And in 2021, mm -hmm. the Democratic primary, we talking about Florida, for Florida 20th District, Sheila uh, McCormick won by just five votes. Right. The 2018 Democratic primary for Baltimore County executive was decided by 17 votes. And if you think those are low stake elections or not important, in 2016, a Vermont state Senate primary was determined by only one vote. So to say that your right. vote doesn't count is just not every accurate. vote counts. Yes. And we need everyone that has the right to go that vote, mm -hmm. have the right to vote to register, to get registered, to pay attention to what's happening mm -hmm. across the country yes. and to get involved.
Right. You cannot stay home. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much that is going on that we see Mm -hmm. and they're testing certain messaging Mm -hmm. and certain things out right now because they want to. I believe that they want to make sure that this goes national Mm. when you can actually in an individual state change history, Mm. say that you cannot talk about affirmative action and can't have affirmative action. And, you know, let's be very clear about what just happened with the Supreme Court and um, the lawsuit with affirmative action in colleges. Right. So we we, I I know I talked about this a little bit before, but here in New York State, we have H.E.O.P. We have affirmative action and to, to to be able Which, to support what is H-E- what's H-E-O-P? Can you high, that? it's higher educational opportunity okay. program right. yep. which was was started mm-hmm. by Arthur O'Eve yep. and um back in the which late 1960s and 1970s color, right? yes opportunities that historically have been barriers put before them that they to go to college have, to go to college to which get their we education know, when you talk about Supreme Court and we, we talked about this before but we'll bring it back up again that one of the Supreme Court members who's African-American was went, a recipient went, right. of this, of affirmative action. Affirmative action. And then now it's kind of voting going against it. Not actually did. <laughs> this is why it's important because right. now understand something. Now the Supreme Court are not elected officials. They mm, are appointed, appointed by, by elected officials yes. and they're appointed for life. Mm, mm. For life. These are huge appointments. Federal Huge. judges yes. are appointed judges. They're mm-hmm. not elected judges. Mm-hmm. Like so like recently we just had a election here, local judge yes. election. Mm-hmm. Constance Patterson and right. um Jack Elliott were elected, right? Yes. That's not that's on a state level. On a federal level, mm-hmm. judges are appointed mm. by the by the they're they're appointed by the Senate mm-hmm. and, or confirmed by the Senate and they're confirmed for life. Forever. Forever. For their wow. entire they, life. Pa- wow. I didn't know until that. Until they step down okay. or until they pass yes. away right. or, or something of that nature. Right. right? Yes. And so when you think about why do election matters, mm-hmm. because there are so many other things that these folks that you're electing mm-hmm. have power and power. control over, right. like appointing a federal judge yes. that is appointed for life. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have the same values that the same sort of ideology yes. as the masses have right then the decisions and choices that they make you know united states will be a majority people of color the country of america right yes in you know if it isn't now in a couple years right yes. and so can you imagine mm-hmm. the institutions and the people and the young people that are going to be impacted mm-hmm. that want to go to college that now they're the system has been set up to say hey listen your race and in your background And the fact that you're qualified to go to this school, Mm -hmm. you have the expertise, you have the the grades, you have everything else. But we're not going to consider that because of the fact that you're you're African-American, you're Latino or or black and brown. Whereas that particular stance years just last year allowed you to be able to get into that institution. Love and Light Podcast, Lovely Warren, Willie Lightfoot, uh, powered by 103.9 WDKX. This stuff is serious. It's real. Um, you know, voter apathy, 
But we always have a portion in our show where we go, where do we go from here? We always end with uh, solutions and what can we do, encouraging to tell folks to uh, get involved and get encouraged. And I would tell you from that story I told earlier about me noticing years ago, 30 years ago, of volunteering. Well, I was voluntold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Papa we said. We didn't volunteer. We was voluntold. <laughs> Get your butt up and go help me, uh, you know, campaign. That's right. <laughs> and so when I was out there and noticed that that 18 to 24 were not voting even 30 years ago, which is still happening today, and brought that back, my father wanted to do something about it. And he says, we got to do something about it. And he started a program called PERTO, Political Education registration training and organizing where we did the same things we were talking about earlier just educating people on the political process a lot of people just don't understand politics they don't understand how government works all roads they think lead back to their local government which typically all politics are local they the local government is a snapshot of what government looks like on a larger scale yes that is correct but Mm -hmm. all roads don't lead back to your local government that's a great place to start but there are so many other ways that you can get involved and we just talk about some of the ways that people can just first of all they should register right yes they need if you're 18 over right you you register You need to um, you you can register online if mm-hmm. you're in the state of New York. You know, find out where you are if you're in another state. What the requirements are, you can go right online to um, find out how you vote in other particular um, other states and other cities. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to pay attention to what's going on locally in your communities. Um, don't let opportunities pass you by. Pay attention to what your local def- officials are doing, yes, or, um, not doing. or not doing. That's right. And, and I just want to make a point mm-hmm. because I, sure. I want people to be clear that yep. affirmative action is not about giving people that are not qualified the mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. People that are qualified, mm-hmm. meaning they have the the the, the foundation to, to work or to do that job or to have that education, it's given them the opportunity to actually be able to take that job or to be able to go to that school. And so people want to say, oh, well, affirmative action, if, if it, you know, that, that it gives people a leg up. It, it doesn't. It actually levels the playing field mm. for people. Right? Equity. Mm-hmm. It's it's about equity. Mm-hmm. It's about leveling the playing field. But as we talk about getting involved in Perto and Assemblyman David Gant, my mentor was all about educating the next generation, educating them about what it is that they need to do, mm-hmm. as well as your father. So when you talk about the bare minimum is registering to vote. Now back to that affirmative action piece because I totally agree with you. It's not just it's not just people of color and women. But also people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear with that too, that affirmative action, we always talk about, you know, people of color and women and things oh, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of folks out there with disabilities. Right. That's not a that's not a color issue, right. but that is a barrier that has been placed. And we talk about equity. Uh, I often think about that picture of equity with the one guy is in a wheelchair and mm-hmm. they're watching a baseball mm-hmm. game, and then the other ones they're looking over a fence. Right. And then they basically put the person in the wheelchair up so they can see the same level as all the other people. There are people with disabilities too, who oftentimes have been discriminated against for a very mm-hmm. long time. Even when it comes to voting, we have to make sure that, that they have to make sure that they're, we're making things uh, accessible 
for people with disabilities as well too, hearing, seeing, uh, people who who have all various types of disabilities. So affirmative action. Well, yeah, because recently in here. the primary, right yes. here locally in in Rochester, a building where senior citizens, people that were disabled, mm-hmm. and all that, they have voting mm-hmm. um, machines right downstairs mm-hmm. in their building, mm-hmm. and they couldn't even vote there. Yeah. They had them basically go two blocks away. It was it was they claimed that it was an error, but those types of things have to be considered, right? Yes. Because those individuals that those people that were in that building wanted to go right down the elevator and they should and go and they right should have been able to Absolutely. do that, right? And, mm-hmm. and and they weren't. So we we definitely have to make sure that we're making so your it vote counts available, it, it, every vote and accessible for everyone, for everybody. Every vote equity, every vote counts. Everyone should know and do your due diligence to learn as much as you can. And parents should be teaching their children because I think that's your first training ground is at home. Should be that's where I learned it at. Should be teaching your children about voting, mm-hmm. the importance of it. Take them to vote with you. Yes. Take your children. Like I, I've taken Taylor to vote mm-hmm. with me, mm-hmm. um, so they can actually see it, see you voting, see the process. Yep. Explain to them why it's important for them to actually vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, I, I remember when um, you know Hillary Clinton was running um, for for office, and we went to vote. And then you know she didn't, you know she didn't win for for president. Mm-hmm. And you know she woke up the next morning. And, and I had to explain to her, you know, like some people, sometimes you vote and sometimes your candidate wins, sometimes they lose. They yes. lose. It happened to me as well. Yes. And so, but that doesn't mean that you don't, don't go out and up. vote the next time. That's right. Next time around. Right. Don't give up. Don't you quit. still have to pay attention. You, you And you can get involved. You can go to meetings, too. There, you can you can volunteer on people's elections so you can learn about the process. You right. may even want to be a candidate one day and you can find that out by volunteering. I would encourage the volunteer. On, on, on someone uh, do your research find someone who shares the same values as you have volunteer on their campaign learn because you may one day decide that you want to be uh, on the other side of that table and not just be a voter but you want to be a, a candidate and, and, and an elected official you know and you can you can also come go to the meet go to the meetings get involved learn and hold accountable uh, people like myself and, and those who are elected uh, need to be held accountable. We again, people forget, and I and I used to hear you say it all the time, um, lovely that. And and I know David said these seats don't belong to us, right? You know what I mean? They belong to that, the community. Absolutely, they voted us, and we we owe it to them right. to do what they say. And I think if you look at every preamble of of office, it says in there that we are to get our ideas and things from the people. Mm-hmm. Not we can, of course we can have our own opinions and ideas as well too, mm-hmm. but we are supposed to be seeking the people's ideas and their influence as to how we are moved because we represent them. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's very important. So as we close out this segment of the love and light podcast, we just ask that you pay attention to what's going on in your local communities, as well as what's happening across the country when it comes down to laws that Mm -hmm. are being implemented Mm -hmm. because those laws are being implemented by individuals and people that are elected, elected to be served, to serve the people. And if their values and what they're doing don't align with what you value, then definitely get involved in the campaign. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you are attending those meetings and um, getting information about those elected officials organized. And at the bare minimum, Register to vote and actually go and vote. It matters on so many different levels Mm -hmm. 
from, as I said earlier, when you think about Supreme Court appointments, federal judgeship appointments, other, you know, things that are happening in local communities that affect our people and all, all every day, right. every day, that's all right. day, every life. day, your quality right. of life mm-hmm. and everything like that, mm-hmm. you know, just don't sit at home because we are reverting back to the 1960s. And and that's what they want. They want you. To, when I say they, I'm talking about those who are in power and who are doing these things to roll back the hands of time. They want you to stay home. They actually hope that you stay home because the more that you stay home, the more that they're in power. They have their block of votes. They know that they're going to stay empowered and they're going to be able to continue to work the agenda that they're working. So they 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 figure on you staying home. So get in the fight, get involved and make sure you vote because your vote does count this is 11 light podcast powered by 103.9 wdkx WDKX. and on the next show we're going to be talking about gun gun violence violence. yes and what we can do as a community to impact gun violence Uh, i encourage you to dance like nobody's watching sing like there's no one listening live like it's heaven on earth and love like you've never been hurt And remember to keep your light shining. You can't put a lampshade on the sun. So just keep shining. Be encouraged and God bless you.